Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today we have an amazing conversation with one of my favorite people. Her name is Holly Hawkins, and she is the co-founder of Soul Genesis. And the reason today's conversation, I think, will be so impactful and powerful for so many of you listening is because Holly is going to talk to us about being empowered spiritual entrepreneurs. Now, as I'm sure a lot of you know, and maybe going through or have even struggled with, there is a lot of times this kind of tension between being so excited and wanting to share our work with the world, but then also having to contend with the business side of things. And there's also a lot of people who believe that our spirituality and business can't or don't or shouldn't work together. However, Holly and I have a conversation that, again, will really inspire those of you who either already have a spiritual business or are thinking about it. If you're thinking about building, revamping, expanding wherever you are in your path, there's something in this conversation that will support you. And quite frankly, with everything that she shares, it doesn't even have to be that your vision is a spiritual business really for entrepreneurs across the board. So Holly is going to share with you, but she also offers a free gift. So before you step away from the podcast, be sure to go down into the comments section so that you can click on the link to get your free gift from Holly, which we will talk about in the interview. You can also connect with her and learn more about her work by clicking on the link to her website, down in the show description, soul dot or sorry, soul hyphen genesis.com. Now, another thing I want to let you know is that the Energetic Alchemist Oracle has already started um, being shipped out. <laughs> the sales uh, began last Sunday, and I have to tell you, the response has been beyond my wildest dreams, and I'm so thankful. For those of you who felt inspired and called to order the deck, I'm thankful that you are sharing with me what your experiences are with working with the deck and your connection to the cards. I mean, it's really been phenomenal. Of course, me um, in the process of making this, I already felt that the deck was quite magical, but to hear it all from you has been um, an experience that I am beyond grateful for. Now, it is a limited edition deck, so if you would like a copy, don't forget to go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com, so you can get your copy before they are sold out. If you are someone who wants to learn how to read cards beyond just reading the definitions in the book, although you do get a copy of a book with your deck, If you're watching on video, this is the beautiful box. Um, You can go to my website to see what the deck looks like as well. But it does come with a book that gives you um, definitions for each card, but you can also learn how to read cards intuitively. And I have two classes that will be launching in association with the deck And you can learn more about that on September 22nd. So by the time this podcast airs, you can learn more about that on my website as well if you're interested. So aside from all of that, I am really excited for you to be inspired by have some light bulbs go off in this conversation with Holly. And I want to thank Holly so much for coming to share with us. So enjoy the episode and I will see you on the other side. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and today we are with one of my favorite people on this planet. (laughs) We have Holly Hawkins, who is an international Akashic Records instructor and reader. Um, And I know that you focus a lot on the success of spiritual entrepreneurs. So I'm so excited to one, just to see you, but also to have this conversation to support spiritual entrepreneurs today. Oh, it's such a pleasure. As always, Yolanda, you know, you're one of my favorite people on the planet and all that you're doing for everyone. I just love and adore you. And it's really, I'm so grateful to be here and be able to share because I just really feel from 
the core of my being uh, that it's time for all of us as light workers to get out of the bushes, <laughs> stop hiding, feel confident and not circling old stories so that we really can get out there and really follow that inner calling so that we make the impact that we know we're here to make without reservation, without apology, without fear, worry, and concern. And that is my mission right now. No, you know, I have to tell you, Holly, I feel that so deeply. And it's funny um, with the Alchemy Circle group lately, because I work a lot with like allowing just messages to come through. And the messages have been very much like, stop playing around, stop acting Mm -hmm. like you know, spirituality is kind of like, oh, if you kind of want it, you know, if the world's on fire, like, oh, I have some water if you need it. But, you know, like, we've gone through some significant shifts and changes. And now's the time, like we have all of these tools and information that people really need. So like, don't be shy about presenting this. So I was so excited about the idea of this conversation, and especially from the lens of your work. Now, before we get into it, I just <laughs> want to say I in thinking about where you've landed in your work and how much focus and support that you really want to provide for us as spiritual entrepreneurs, I couldn't help but think back to just the journey of knowing you myself over these years, because I literally have had the opportunity to see you from one phase of business. When I first met you, you had a healing studio that focused a lot on Akashic records and other, um, say like energetic awakening techniques. And I've just been able to throughout over 10 years now, watch your progress and just how successful you've become in sharing the work with others. So could you talk a little bit first about your personal journey (laughs) with being a spiritual entrepreneur (laughs) and what that was like? Yeah, and I, that's probably part of my passion for wanting to do this also, because my journey wasn't necessarily easy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, and I talk to spiritual entrepreneurs and work with them all the time. So I know this is common is that, you know, the earlier years of my life, I was a mom at home raising kids, you know, literally hanging cloth diapers on the laundry mm-hmm. line and cooking all the organic food and homeschooling my kids for a little while. And you know, just like all those sort of really crunchy granola mom things. Then after a while, I went back to school to get my teaching credential. And I did that for about six years. So not that long. I was a public school teacher, loved teaching. Um, Educational system and I weren't a good fit. And so through a series of kind of magical things, really inspired guidance. I was guided to start working in energy. Now it energy, alternative healing, all those things had been a huge passion for me, but always personally, everything I did was I was studying in the early years of my life for my own personal healing and transformation. So I quit my teaching job and bam, there I am as a spiritual entrepreneur, having learned the first energy modality to really feel like I was going out into the world with it professionally. And I had no idea what the heck I was doing, but I didn't even realize initially that I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew I was super passionate about what I had just learned. I was seeing the positive impact in myself in anyone that I was seeing, but I had no idea how to be an entrepreneur, no idea how to run a business. And it was hard it was, it was a hard time. And there were many times where I was going to pull out. And it took me a while to realize it was a really pivotal moment, where I remember where I was this day where I kind of finally woke up to wait a minute. I'm not just an energy healer, I'm a business owner. And this is a this is a spiritual business. And so many of us in this realm we see this huge disconnect between this beautiful spiritual work and where we're striving for. And we don't want to touch. We, we say that that's not spiritual and, and we create this huge separation. Then we're in resistance. We're in resistance to money. We're in resistance to sharing. We're in resistance to 
hiring the right people to help us uh, to, or even it took me a while to feel like I was comfortable hiring the right people to support me in helping me learn to do the business things that I didn't know how to do. Right. It was this kind of journey and my awakening around really starting to embrace myself as a business owner who happened to do energy work. And that that's where the changes really started. I had other layers too, which is very common in this realm where, you know, those, that fear of being seen, um, the intimidation about not just giving, giving, giving our gifts, but also receiving in balance. Um, oh my gosh, I could go on and on. And so I went through my layers and of course, because of that, I started attracting people into my practice and clients and students who were dealing with the same things because that's that law of attraction and action, right? So that really, the more and more people I worked with who they could have been doing any number of things, psychics, um, mediums, energy work, life coaches, it doesn't matter who they were, but they were in this realm of personal transformation and they were had their own iterations of what I had been through. And then it's just lit a fire in me that enough already, let's get out there. Let's be able to create the change that we see and we envision and we know is possible. But part of a part of this drive we have inside of us is that energy, that gift that we are is is an integral part of that change, not just us sitting back and watching and hoping somebody else does it, but actually this fire within me wants to get out because I'm an integral part of the change that I see and feel as possible. You know, with what you said, there were two things that really struck me because they are so common to us. And the first is that being so excited about what it is that we're learning and how it is we're changing and wanting to share it with everyone, but being in that resistance of accepting like the business side of things. I think that's such a common story throughout this realm of work. Um, But then also, again, that fear of being seen. It's interesting because, you know, obviously you put yourself out there. Yeah. You're going to be open to criticism, people not agreeing with you, but is that supposed to limit you from sharing what you know is important or what resonates with you, right? So I wanted to ask you very specifically about those two things, because even though you woke up and you had this this knowing, okay, well, I'm about to be a business person too. So I have to get that together. Was there a lot of work that had to happen for you on the background to come into full acceptance of what you had then become aware of. Cause we know like you can become aware of a lot of things, but what do you <laughs> do about it? <laughs> right. And, and I absolutely love awareness because we all know, and we've had the experience and I'm sure your audience is very well attuned to this. We can see patterns or blocks, which I don't like the word block, but we can see where our energy isn't flowing and we may not have any awareness about what to do with it, where it came from, any of that. And so we're sitting in mystery and even frustration because there it is, but I don't know what to do about it. But as soon as awareness bubbles up to me, that's where our pathway starts changing. Oh my gosh, this, I mean, like you and I were talking about even this morning before we were doing this, like this brand new awareness that I had that came out of your beautiful new deck of cards (laughs) that I was working with this morning. And, you know, it's like, bam, there's this new awareness. So awareness catalyzes change. So once the awareness is there, you're right. It doesn't mean everything automatically goes away, but the awareness is, okay, I'm ready. This awareness has now bubbled to the surface and then our job, if you will, and I'm not saying job in a laborious way, but our commitment to ourselves is saying, how am I going to transform with this new awareness? Because I believe awarenesses come up when we're ready to break through, when we're ready to get to that next level. So keeping our energy field open of like, okay, now I have this awareness, what do I do about it? So yes, I did a lot around all of what was coming up for me um, in the, the many, many layers that came up. And 
as you well know, the main tool that I use for all of this is the Akashic Records. Yes. And I'm super, super passionate about it because it really does open us up to that truth that's within, because that's really what we're trying to resolve. What is our conditioning or what are the belief systems that are kind of overlayered to what is really within us? And so it really helps us get access into that. And when we can get in there, then we get the guidance and the wisdom that helps us live that inner truth more easily. But, you know, so I've definitely done tons of work of unlayering all of that. And yes, there were energies of being willing to be seen. There's energies for me personally, everyone has their own little 31 flavors of all of this. For me, there was um, that whole energy of giving and receiving um, where, you know, it's easy for us with our big, loving, generous hearts to want to just give, but that actually doesn't support our life and it's not energetically imbalanced. Um, and I mean, I could go on. So yes, it's been a lot of unlayering and it really is a journey. And that's what I like to work with my clients and students around is like, let's acknowledge we're on a journey. Right. <laughs> we're not, we're not trying to do the quick fix because the truth is we don't, we're not vibrationally in alignment with that, but we take that vision, that dream, that thing that's calling us and say, wow, this is where I'm going now. I use my Akashic records and, and my channeling work and things and other people can too, to take you on the journey towards it so that you're constantly changing and shifting in vibrational alignment. So when you get there, it, you're still going to feel like you're on a journey because there's going to be another desire that comes up and another vision that comes up. But that journey, every step of the way, you're going to feel great, empowered, more confident, all of it. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to ask you, I want to go deeper into that whole um, experience and expression of coming into vibrational alignment versus, you know, sometimes the beliefs we attach to that we think are holding us back too tightly. But first, I really want to highlight because now the Akashic Records even if you don't know what they are, you may have heard about it. And there's a lot of different points of view around it. And people go yeah. in all different ways. There's just a lot around. Yeah. So I would love if you could share with people because you've had your own journey with the Akashic Records and your relationship to working within that realm of energy. Could you share a little bit for people who may be unfamiliar, what you have come to know and understand about the Akashic Records and how this is so helpful in supporting us through what we're aware of. Sure, absolutely. The Akashic Records, simply put, is the record of your soul's journey throughout all time. Now, that sounds very lofty and really kind of unapproachable. Um, there is this understanding within the Akasha that this continuity of our soul's energy allows us to access what we're going to say is past lives, because there's the whole conversation of time not being linear and it's all happening in the now, but that's not really for today. But we have this opportunity to look at who we were in the past, whether that past was earlier in this lifetime or in other incarnated forms. I mean, in incarnated lifetimes, but the Akasha also holds our highest potential right now as we're moving into our future. It does hold also our future potential it does not hold the future is set in stone and this is going to happen on this day in this moment with these people. It holds that potential. And so, but more, but deconstructing it into a more realistic, I feel like grounded approach right now is this. We all want to know what we're here for. We all want to be in alignment to that deep truth within us. And we all know that we have things that our belief systems, experiences, cultural beliefs, collective consciousness, that I think I think of it kind of as like create this like energetic fog mm -hmm. so that we can't quite see that, but we can feel it. So the Akashic Records, I feel like parts this fog a bit to so we can see past cultural expectations or collective consciousness beliefs. Um, we have the possibility of 
understanding where where the past was and how a choice to be in this present moment and see how this present moment is serving us without constantly digging up the past. And so the Akashic Records gives us access to that vibrational point of of our personal soul's truth right now, because, and this is not a new concept, you know, we really are here to shine our light in our unique way. Well, how do we know how to do that? Tap into that inner wellspring that's within you. And we just need to be able to get in there. And there are lots of ways to do this, but the Akashic Records, I think is a really elegant, gentle, loving, kind way to see the truth of who we are. And as we do, we get more anchored into that and then more more willing to shine. Yeah, I love that description of like, we have this feeling, but just don't know how to get there. Because I think that is one of the things that's so frustrating for a lot of people who want to become spiritual entrepreneurs, because you feel this call, you feel this tug, you may even put up your website, and then you're like, Oh, no, no one's coming. But there's so many other elements that we may need to work through on a personal level. And so that kind of brings us back around to you mentioned the potential like we all have potential to fulfill and do anything, <laughs> but <laughs> like to your point, how do we come into alignment with that frequency to support us in moving more forward to that potential? So could you talk a little bit about that? Because in this realm too, as you know, I'm sure you encounter so much, especially with what you do. There is a lot of talk around past lives. And the experiences we had then that may cause some fear or hesitation about putting ourselves out there as spiritual workers and, you know, already having this ingrained memory of being judged and criticized and, you know, all kinds of things for those perfect things. Yes. But in knowing you, I know from your point of view, while having an awareness of what we've gone through can be very supportive and transforming that energy. But you also strongly believe it doesn't have to hold us back. Like just because right. you have that awareness of that experience, you can move beyond it. And a big part of it is this alignment that you talk about. So could you share a little bit about what you've encountered around that <laughs> and yeah. how, how this work supports us? Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's something I'm quite passionate about because I'm just going to ask the audience in general and they can quietly raise their hands in a way that we won't see. But, you know, if if most people in this personal transformational journey are tired, Mm -hmm. they're tired of healing another thing, what else needs to be healed. And, you know, often it's quite a revelation to say, oh, some of this thought, belief and experience I have actually didn't even originate in this lifetime. It originated in some other lifetimes. And because of that, and then we realize, oh, okay, I'm experiencing it now, but it maybe started 800 years ago. Right. (laughs) And so then we start circling. I'm going to say this, please don't be offended, circling the drain of our past lives. And we think, oh, my gosh, in order for me to be whole and complete right now, I've got to resolve all of that. Well, I'm sorry, it's too much to resolve. It's too much and it's too exhausting. And many of us as light workers, people who are awake and aware, taking responsibility and in this realm of just wanting to get to this place of thriving on every single level in our lives. We're tired of doing that. Now, there is value in understanding certain past lives because the reason, listen, we've all had great past lives. We've all had very neutral, unimportant, just regular lives that didn't, they're not dragging us down. We also had some lives where that energy good and challenging is still active. So, but we can go work with that there, but also you do not have to resolve everything in the past in order for you to thrive right now. And I put my stake in the ground. I, that is absolutely true. Now, how do we get past that though, is not just saying, but I had this in my past life, but I had this in my past life. 
every time we're circling around that, we're reactivating those energies over and over and over again. So we either need to go there and resolve it, or we say, okay, that was then. Now, what is it that I wish to experience? What, what's my forward energy? Where do I see myself going? If I was released from that old energy, who do I want to be and become? And what do I want to experience? And how do I want to impact the world and consciousness? And from there, you then can use the Akashic Records to say, if this is where I want to go, what's my first step? What's my first step? What's my first step? And we can do these simultaneously where Sometimes, yeah, you've got to go dig in the past, but we don't have to resolve everything. We can say, I'm in a new time. I'm in a new place. I'm in a new consciousness. Uh, for most of us who are listening to this, um, we're not in that place that we're highly threatened anymore. Most likely, you know, I had a lifetime where I saw myself as the daughter of a chief being thrown into a volcano. Listen, you know, we've had some really hard things happen to our life, to ourselves in other human lifetimes, but there was a different consciousness, a different understanding there. So we want to update that programming. That's how I think of it. I can update my programming, my energetic signature to say, wow, I did have that experience. I did also have an experience where all my family and loved ones were killed in front of me as my punishment, you know, and so we have some of this, but we can also say that was then I could love and understand myself there, which the Akashic records help us do. And then I can now say, okay, this is the impact I want to make. And your Akashic records can give you the guidance to step forward into that future that you're dreaming about. So we, we can kind of work, look at it as bookends, but please, you don't have to resolve everything. No, I love that. And what came up was, you know, the tendency for so many of us to cling to those stories, right? It's like we we have this, it seems like this desire to always identify, identify as or through something, right? Like I am a whatever, or that was my story. And a lot of people will learn some aspect of their past life, but really want to cling to that and identify with that so strongly, rather than giving ourselves the freedom through that awareness to recognize, well, what am I becoming now? Or what are my opportunities now? And, you know, just what am I willing to accept now? So that brings up another big topic that I know that you focus a lot on is really addressing that, that point of, our worthiness. And you mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, you know, how giving we want to give, we want to give, but could you talk a little bit about that essence of also recognizing the worthiness of also being in reception of what it is that we share and just that, that frequency of exchange? Yeah. So, um, the energy of worthiness is essence energy. No matter what our desires are, if we don't feel inherently worthy of what receiving what our desires are, it's not going to happen. You can have the best marketing plans. You can have the coolest branding. You could have all the spiritual team working for you. The reality is we want to get ourselves, and I'm going to say this very specifically, into a vibration of worthiness. And I said vibration of worthiness so that anything we do flows out into the world on a field of worthiness. So that's worthiness to be who we are, worthiness to shine our light, worthiness to help other people, worthiness to give and receive. And so I view the, the energy of worthiness as essential for us to be successful in any area of our life, whether it's spiritual business, whether it's relationship. I mean, we could look at it in relationship too. And I know that's not what we're really talking about, but do we feel worthy to have a kind, loving, amazing person with, you know, that embodies all of our dreams actually show up for us? Or, you know, all of the things where that aren't happening in our life, we want to embody this inherent sense of I'm worthy because I am. To me, that's like one of the ultra, ultimate mantras of ourself, 
of being a spiritual entrepreneur, but just being a human right now, I'm worthy of all that I am. And through the channeling work that I do also, you know, one of the um, beings I channel named Ishtara, she has really talked so much about worthiness and, and she said, you know, just humanity and the collective consciousness. And we, all we have to do is look back in history. There's so many experiences, whether you're in a particular social group, religious group, um, caste, class structure, it goes on and on. There's so many experiences when we come in and have a human incarnated experience where we are told or have the experience that we are not worthy mm-hmm. of any number of things. And so Ishara has really talked strongly about we want to get into this profound energy of I'm worthy. I'm here and I'm worthy. And all the desires that flow me are worthy of flowing through me and out into the world. So I feel like it's an essential energy for all of us to play with and work with. And again, the simplest mantra is I'm worthy because I am. That is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. And I mean, it's so simple, but it's so powerful and true, right? And now I'm going to have you play Mythbuster for a moment because <laughs> you said that. I love being a Mythbuster. Yeah, so I want you to be a Mythbuster, Holly, because it, it just dawned on me as well. This idea, a lot of people believe, well, if I am in reception of, especially like monetary exchange for my spiritual work, will this interfere with my connection to spirit or my ability to do spiritual work? And I'm saying Mythbuster very like comfortably because I've seen you live beautifully as a spiritual entrepreneur. And I'm very aware of your connection to the work that you do. So could you talk a little bit about that? I mean, in your personal experience, did accepting yourself as a business person interfere with your connection to spirit and the work that you do? Never. That's the short answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it hasn't, but I didn't have some of the, you know, we all have our own little special subset of belief systems and energies and experience for some reason, I didn't have a strong energy or attachment to the idea that like money isn't spiritual. Um, I had my own flavor of that, but the reality is it's a very pervasive theme and whether it's money or even just receiving anything in exchange is, uh, it's such a powerful energy. Mm -hmm. And when we look at the fact that the energetic systems in our universe are always striving for balance. And this is that yin yang balance of giving and receiving. And I know we have all the sayings about it's better to give than receive and all of that. But ultimately, if we want to live in universal alignment, we're living in balance with giving and receiving. I think the other thing that's really important to recognize, well, there are a few things, but number one is What's fascinating about it is there the foundation of it is that money and all the things of the world are not spiritual. That's the foundation of it. And so I can't have my spiritual practice and be engaged in the world, or I need to think I need to go to some other dimensional place. To, but this, this is a dimension that's in this unified field. It's not exclusive of it. So we experience polarity, but we can also see that it is all spiritual money the business aspect of it you can you can um i'm gonna say kind of an archaic word but we can invoke that awareness that everything is spiritual Mm -hmm. if we approach it that way yeah and if we see that money marketing you know whatever it might be sharing that all the ways that people get constricted or worried or fearful that if i do this i'm going to um, slow down the flow. My personal belief is the way you open up the flow is to see all of it as contributing all of it as spiritual, then you have no resistance. And when you have no resistance, your channel is open even more. Right. Right. But the areas that we resist and say, this is spiritual and this isn't, we're creating a reduction energetically. 
And so if you have a reduced point of view, say, well, this is spiritual and this is the only place I'm going to play. And you could say, I'm really connected right here. That's not. But what you're doing is segmenting yourself out from this unified field. So let's expand it to include these things and get curious about, well, what is it going to be like to actually spiritualize and bring that energy into all these things that I, I put limitations on? You yourself will become a greater channel for whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And I know that you have actually a course for spiritual entrepreneurs coming up this fall. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you about how this became so important to you. Because, you know, again, watching you over the years, I mean, you have been such an inspiration. I mean, just in watching you, not even, you know, just, I don't know that we talk too much about it as much as I've just been aware of (laughs) what it is you've been doing. But I think that's a big, big thing. I hope people really hear that because we do try to segment things out of like thinking our spirituality is regulated to just the practice that we may have and not identifying and realizing everything about our life is our spiritual practice is spiritual and we can't take our business or money or the the ways that we survive in this realm are not excluded from any of that. So could you talk a little bit about though what inspired you to really want to make sure that spiritual entrepreneurs are aware that they can live these fully expressed and abundant lives and, you know, have a good time doing it? You know, I think it was just this growing awareness. And and I think as I moved through my layers, and as I mentioned before, the you know, we can always look at who we're attracting (laughs) in terms of our clients and our students, the people who are interested in, whether it's listening to a podcast, reading our blog, showing up, you know, on Zoom or in real time with us um, for the services that we offered. The reality is this, I just felt like there are just too many of us as light workers who are so passionate and but still held back in one way or the other, you know, people I've worked with for years who are still struggling getting out there, but, but that desire to get out there and share the light is, is unrelenting for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just always there and it's always a mystery. And I just realized I, it's my passion because of my personal journey to support other like light workers basically let's shorten the learning curve for you <laughs> so that you know as soon as you learn what it is you're here to do you're ready to play full out or if your business has gotten to be just this much because that's what you're vibrationally aligned to but you really want to have a bigger impact go there and i i just it just was a fire that got lit inside of me like enough already let's get out there and be full out. And it's us accepting who we are that allows other people to accept us. Because I know that's a common theme with people in energy work and light workers. We're waiting for people to accept us. Mm-hmm. People accept us when we accept who we are. You know what? Here I am. This is what I'm here to do. You're not aligned. Okay, good. I hope you go bless you. And I hope you go find whatever you're aligned with and welcome in the energy of those who are aligned with you. And I am very dreamy. My Pisces side of me is very dreamy. And I visualize a world where light workers are feeling their alignment with their truth, feeling comfortable sharing themselves, knowing that they're gonna magnetize and attract to them people who are ready for what they have to offer. And as every light worker that steps out and does what's being called forth from them, literally that's how the light ripples. It ripples because we're doing it. We don't have to wait for the world. We get a line and say, this is what I'm here for. And I'm going to own it. And so that's what my passion is in supporting people in discovering how to be in that place so that no matter what they're wanting to create, the way they're wanting to impact, 
is fully expressed because people are waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I feel that I feel there are people waiting for you, not just somebody else who's out there doing something because you're a unique energy signature. That is a perfect match for people. And I feel like that's how we change the world. Yeah. I'm so glad that you say that Holly, because, you know, I think a lot of people get caught up in their focus, like their mental focus and their story is just so consumed by the fear of who's not aligned with my work and who will be critical of my work and who won't understand what I say and who may not. Oh, but there's this whole other focus you can have (laughs) in the ones that absolutely are waiting for you and will feel aligned to what it is that you have to share. But also I'm glad that you bring that up because not only to give people consideration of what they may be giving more attention to in this very moment, but also that recognition of it doesn't matter that there's so many light workers out there now. It doesn't take away that your presence and whatever you're offering is in your energetic signature, as you call it, it still matters. Like you came here and that calling is for a reason. Like it's not, you know, so yeah, I'm so thankful that you bring that up. Um, because I'm sure light bulbs are going off for everyone right now. See, <laughs> this is why. Woo, I love that we get to have these conversations with people like you. So I want to ask you, um, I know, as I mentioned before, you have a course coming up this fall. Um, your victorious business. And I love that. Victorious. Yes, victory. <laughs> victory. Yes. <laughs> Could you talk a little bit about what this course will entail and who it's for? Yeah, thank you for asking about that. So the Victorious Business is simply put a course where you get to learn about the Akashic Records, how to work with them for yourself and particularly for your business. Because our most successful place in our business whether you're dreaming about business or whether you already have one and you want to get out there more, the intersectional success place is, you know, if we had a Venn diagram, we have two circles overlapping that center place with you and your business is where your success is. The other piece of it is I think so many people think, but it's my business. It's so that they just feel this weight on their shoulder of like, I have to do everything. Guess what? When you started your business or as you're starting your business, you are literally creating something else, Mm -hmm. just as if you're birthing a child. You birth a child, that child is not you. No matter how many characteristics they have like you, they're not you. So your business has been birthed through you. So it's here in support of you and using the Akashic Records to tap into your business and let it guide you and you guide it in a collaboration. To me, I'm going to say this word. I feel like it's magical. Every single work, every single week, excuse me, I'm working in the my business is Akashic Records as well as my own personal records. And when we talked about the journey before, I can feel my vision here. But working in my records from where I am right now and my business's records, I get the guidance to say this step. And then I can do that. It's doable. It's um, realizable. Mm -hmm. And what I know is it's taking me forward. I work in my Akashic records anytime I have something like an interview opportunity, um, another course to create a decision to make like, oh, these people are reaching out to you to do this thing. I always run it by my Akashic records. I can't, I can't tell you, I mean, from wording on a website to an idea of sharing something out in the world, it all comes from this collaboration. And to me, it gives me the confidence and support and clarity that I need to make those conscious, positive steps forward in my business. And this course is aligned for anyone, honestly, who's a spiritual entrepreneur, who or who wants even if you're, you know, not doing spiritual entrepreneurial work, but you want to use this kind of energy either in the starting or the growth expansion of your business. I've worked with people who are, who've been dreaming about a business, but haven't gotten it started yet. Yeah. And 
then I've worked with lots of people who have a practice and they want to make it more thriving, more vibrant, or more specifically to these type of people. So, and nobody has to have any experience in the Akashic Records ahead of time. We start from the very beginning of, of how to and really get that great foundation. And again, as I've said, it's about working with your business and also in your personal records. Yeah, I love that. I was actually going to ask you if people had to already know how to go into their records, but of course, you're going to give that instruction. Knowing you, you leave out no detail. Um, And it's funny hearing you say this, you know, the thing I love about um, being able to share your work in this conversation with everyone listening, again, I believe it will cause a lot of light bulbs to go off for people, a lot of considerations to support them. But again, I've literally seen you through the years, like go into your records all the time and us having conversations about it. And you're so dedicated to your work and not just the work that you share with others, but you have, I've seen, have been consistently um, dedicated to your work on you. And I think that's really important, especially when we are looking for those who can support us. I mean, there's nothing I think more valuable than someone who's really doing the work and has literally gone through it and understands what it is that we're going through and the different obstacles we face. And so I can say that about you. I mean, again, I've known you over 10 years and I I can't ever think of a time where you weren't doing the work on you. Um, But I also remember years ago, taking one of your classes and this was a segment in it. And the reason I bring it up is because I remember having this aha moment of, I wasn't in relationship to my business prior to doing the work in the records. And I was like, wait, it's almost like I saw it as this thing very separate from me that I really, I don't even know. I had no relationship that was nurturing (laughs) with my business, you know? And so I would say that was one of the benefits as well, working with you in terms of the Akashic records in conjunction with the records of my business was recognizing what was needed and bridging that relationship. So that was um, very helpful. Yeah, most of the time, I think a lot of us, and thank you for all that you shared there, you know, because a lot of us treat our businesses as either us and sometimes we have a business that has our name in it. I work with people all the time. Well, well, my my business isn't another name. It's it's my name, so it's me, and it's actually not you. And so a lot of times we're dragging our business along with us and not asking for the wisdom that it has. Right. And when we start to co-create with our business. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gone into the Akashic records of the business and I've been, I might've even been complaining about something and like, oh my gosh. And I get a nugget and it's like, oh, wow. Wow. All right. That helps. Yes. Let's do that. Or thank you for that wisdom, understanding and recognition that it didn't come from me because I hadn't had those thoughts, feelings or emotions or awarenesses at all. So it's um it's not a normal way that people talk about having a relationship with your business but i think it's the richest pathway to whatever success that you're desiring yeah yeah it really is it's it's interesting it's one of those things that um a lot of times we don't know what we're not aware of it's right. we become aware right yeah yeah right. yeah that whole awareness conversation again so right. One of the things I was really surprised when we were talking about this, and I want to thank you again for just coming to have this conversation to help people start thinking in the right direction or a new direction about their relationship to um, their business. You also generously were offering a free gift to everyone listening, the three keys energies to amplify your spiritual business, which I had no idea you were going to offer to us. So. Could you share a little bit about that? And of course, the link for anyone listening, if you would like to access this, it's right down in the show description. Go grab it right away. Yeah, so this again came out of my own journey and experience and really seeing some common themes 
in terms of what are these energies, you know, our business gets successful with our foundational successful vibration. And this is something I'm super passionate about because we can, I've touched on this just a tiny bit. We can go take all the cool marketing classes and listen, I've paid lots of money for all the marketing gurus and, you know, all of that. But when it's not working, it's because we have some inner work to get into alignment with that. So these three key energies are what I thought I've got to get this, these energies out in the world to get light workers aware of it and start to work with it so that they can come into this beautiful energetic vibration. And I probably don't need to tell you based on our conversation already, point number one in here is um, really opening up to this energy of worthiness. So in this, I think it's 18 pages. <laughs> and so it's, it's a, it's a, it's not just 18 pages to read all of it. It's actually been beautifully designed, but not only that, I'm somebody who likes to be very practical and action oriented, not just throwing a bunch of lofty ideas out there. But as you know, I love to ground things into what do we do with it? Because I think we have enough out there of just like ideas, but then how do we anchor it? So in every section of the three sections, it's not just talking about it, but giving you some awarenesses and things to do to start anchoring these energies right away. And it is a free gift. And um, please click down below, sign up for it and really start taking it in your way. You may read through all of it and put all of them into practice. Go to number three first, if that's what resonates with you first, go to number two, play with it and make it literally a practice because remember we are on a journey. You know, the quick fix mentality is not what we're doing here. We're working for sustainable long-term embodied and grounded change so see yourself on a journey and keep working with the layers as they come up for you that's beautiful and thank you again for providing that for all of us and i have to say this and i hope it doesn't embarrass you but it's just coming up that it's <laughs> it's necessary to share this okay, okay. there's this other aspect to you because I, I i just really want people to understand like holly knows what she's talking about okay she has not only does she do so much personal work, but I mean, I want to preface this by saying it doesn't matter the scale or size of the business you may envision for yourself. I mean, you may want to do work very locally. You may be someone who wants to expand and work with people globally. It doesn't matter. It's just that acceptance and coming into the frequency and alignment with what your soul is feeling called to do and share. Again. Over the years, what I have seen, <laughs> when I first met Holly, again, she had a, a healing studio in an area here in San Diego. And you were, you were doing like a lot of very, you know, local work. And some people were coming in from other places to come and take classes there. And then I saw the iteration of you actually traveling different places and being, um, requested to teach your classes and even Canada, you were going to a lot at the time, different states within our country. But then she got invited to come and teach in Japan. Now, listen, you talk about growing and expanding. I mean, like you literally, and I, I'm sure you think about it in your own space, but knowing you from the outside, watching just the way, not only you nurtured your business, but the way you expanded as a whole has been just phenomenal to watch and very exciting to know that this work is being shared and expressed globally. And I think a lot of times people don't recognize or realize because we look at the world and we're like, oh, look at the news, everybody's, ugh. but there are so many people taking in this work. There are so many people craving this work right now. And I think you are a um, beautiful representation of that. Thank you so much. I received that. And, um, you know, there's 7 billion or however many people on the planet. Um, it's time for us to just get out there and make the change yeah. and support those. We don't need to touch 7 billion people. We don't even need to touch a million people. The truth is if we touch 10 or 20 people 
or if we have a practice of 500 people cumulatively, mm-hmm. we've made a change and it ripples. It just, it just ripples. It does. You cannot impact somebody else's life in a positive way and help them open up to their level of potential without obviously they move forward with their level of potential. And so it, it really does ripple out whether we know it or not. And, um, and yet we don't need to be intimidated by that. I think that's more than anything else. Like, you know, the way you just sort of summarized your view of this journey, I, I don't think about it like that much. I just think, well, this is the next thing that came along and I'm grateful to have it. And, you know, that our relationship with Japan has just been really wonderful and blessed that somebody reached out and said, Hey, will you do this? And so it's just the next who's next to show up and what are the next opportunities? And I know for me, just organically who I am, where I've gotten to and where I'm going in my business and my practice and what I'm here to share. I've, I've always just aspired to whatever the next thing is. I don't, I'm not somebody and it's just who I am. I'm not somebody who has a vision of being some global leader. I just want to who's next. And I want to work with them and transform them and wherever that is. Yeah. It's but fun. your openness to that, I think your your path is definitely like proof of how important it is for us to be open to how we're guided and what's next. And again, like you've mentioned a few times, coming into that frequency and alignment of what potential is awaiting us. Yeah. And then, of course, of course we have the choice to whatever we're going to do with the opportunities that arise. Right. But and so that, some opportunities are a no and some right. are a yes, but you know what? That's why I go into my Akashic records. Like yeah. it is a great opportunity. And it then it's a no, thank you. This is a great opportunity. It's moving me towards my vision. Yeah. So having that level of confidence and discernment. Um, and I'm going to say this opportunities find you because you're shining your light. Whether that's because you talk to somebody standing next to them in the line at the grocery store, whether it's because you have a blog or a podcast or you're putting videos out, you get invited somewhere, you shining your light allows people to find you. They can't find you if your light's not out there. So let's get your light out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes right back to where we started with, you know, working through those layers of even just simply being seen. And you mm-hmm. never know what will open up once we even just allow that. I could talk to you all day, Holly. I mean, you know, but I can't take your we do. <laughs> entire morning. Yeah, we do. We actually talk for hours. <laughs> but for the sake of the podcast, I, I really, I just thank you for having this conversation this morning. I mean, everything you shared, again, I'm sure, you know, has inspired a lot of thought for um, those listening. And don't forget, if you are interested in attending her course, Your Victorious Business, that will be launching this fall. And don't forget to get your free gift. Just click on the link below. But when you go to her website, soul-genesis.com, sign up for her newsletter, whatever you need to do so that you can be informed of when this course becomes available. But quite frankly, just all of her offerings, because you also work with people one-on-one do you do a class yeah. record readings for people and you can work with holly um very intimately one-on-one as well so you can learn all about her work at soul genesis which is soul genesis.com all of that will be down in the show description and i thank you so much again for having this conversation with us today uh, thank you so much yolanda it's always a pleasure and to connect with you always you have my heart and then uh, your people. It's time, light workers. Let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, let's beautiful do message, a true message. <laughs> I love you so much. And for everyone else, we'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, Bye for now. Okay, beautiful alchemist. I want to say a very special thank you to Holly again. If you want to learn more about Holly's work in her upcoming class, which will launch this fall, Be sure to go to her website, soul-genesis.com. The link is down in the show description. 
Also, if you want to grab her free gift, she offered a free gift, three key energies to amplify your spiritual business. The link to that is down in the show description as well. And if you would like to share with Holly any insights, any aha moments that came up for you in this conversation, you can reach out to her on Instagram at Holly underscore Hawkins underscore Marwood, which will be in the show description below. And as a reminder, again, thank you to so much. Thank you so much, tongue tied (laughs) to everyone who has purchased the Energetic Alchemist Oracle. If you would like your limited edition copy, go to my website right now, grab your copy. I have been shipping out the decks and I'm so thankful to do so and can't wait to hear how the cards themselves help to clarify so much on your path. I hope you all have a beautiful day. I'll see you next week. And remember to always journey in love. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.